Welcome to another podcast by Victoria Point Baptist Church. We are glad you have joined us today. If you would like to connect with us as we aim to introduce people to Jesus by connecting with our local community and beyond, you can find out more at vpbc.com.au. Good morning, church. My name's Sean and I'm a part of the team here. Thank you so much for joining us. This morning I want to look at a very well-known story in the Bible and I want to share on a truth of the eternal name of God, his name, I am who I am. Would you pray with me this morning? Father God, we want to thank you for being with us this morning. We want to thank you that you've been with us this week and that you'll go before us through this week ahead. Lord, we ask that you would speak to us all this morning. We pray that the words that are spoken, Lord God, would land on fertile hearts and that they would grow according to your spirit and how you want them to grow. We ask, Lord, that you would do what only you can do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. A little background first. Moses, uh, an Israelite who grew up in Egypt, was living a life in comfort until one day he killed an Egyptian after a realization that he too was an Israelite. He fled as a result He fled into the wilderness where he lived and began to live his life as an Israelite. He then saw something. We sometimes can see this as a bit of a children's story. But Moses saw a bush that was burning. It was on fire and it was not being consumed. It wasn't smoking. Such a sight Something so profound took place that it shifted the the trajectory of the life of Moses. A revelation that shook things up so much for him. He was willing to go to Egypt with a message to Pharaoh, let my people go. And we know that Moses led the people of Israel out of Egypt. I want to look at a particular part of this story in Exodus this morning. Exodus 3 14 and 15, if you'd like to turn there. God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to be remembered for all generations. I am who I am. What struck me with the way that God spoke to Moses was this. Moses said, God, who should I say sent me? Because what if they don't believe me? And God said, tell them I am sent you. They'll understand that. They will know the name I am. So God was reintroducing himself to the children of Israel by the name he was known by and by the name that he said he would be known through the generations. This name is used many times in the Bible. The term Yahweh, I am. In Jehovah, it's Latin. It's interchangeable with the word, the name, I am. And that's significant for us to take note of. It's used when God created man from the dust of the ground. The personal nature, the relational component to his name It was the name before the world was created, the eternal nature of God. He is self-existent and without need. 
It was the name he revealed himself to Abraham as a covenant-keeping God, a promise keeper. And it is used as he reintroduces himself to the children of Israel in the scripture we just read. He was revealing himself once again as the covenant keeper, the one who was and is and is to come. There are more than 270 names for God in the Bible, and each name reveals some facet of his nature. A commonly used name is is El or Elohim, as in Emmanuel, God with us, or El Shaddai, meaning God Almighty. And I don't want to try and explain this name. Honestly, how can I? But Yahweh is different. I am who I am is different. It's personal. And it's translated as Lord. The Lord God. And I believe that God is reintroducing himself to the church today. As the I am who I am. The constant in a world that's changing rapidly. The covenant-keeping God, the God of every moment, the fulfillment of every promise, the eternal self-existing God. I will be what I will be. God, who we need Him to be in our lives today, right now. This doesn't hinge on seeing Him or feeling Him. It hinges solely on knowing Him. A few years ago, I went through an incredibly tough season and I used to rely so heavily on feeling God's presence, the goosebumps and the tears that rolled down my cheeks as a result of the way I was knowing him. I I felt that the tears meant that he was with me. And so as God began to reveal himself as the God who is with me, the I am who I am, I stopped feeling his felt presence. Two years had gone by and I hadn't actually had a goosebump or shed a tear in worship. It was tough. But it was in this place that I began to know his ever-presence. That he truly was my ever-present help. That his felt presence was not what I needed. I needed to know that he was present. That he existed in me. That he was with me even though I could not see him or feel him. Just before I joined the team here, my brother passed away and although there was much grief and tears and anguish, still I didn't feel his presence, as in his felt presence. But I knew that he was with me. And to this day, I can't explain the peace of God that I experienced through my greatest pain to date. I am who I am. He truly was existing within me ever-present, the great I am. This is all that is needed by way of explanation of the things that we can't explain in our life. He will be who he will be. It's the underlying truth of who he is, the only way to explain the eternal. I am who I am. For you and I, this means that with all the frustrations and fears and doubts the changes and instability in life right now, in times past and times to come. We have a quiet trust in his eternal presence. It's holding us through it all. We are in unprecedented times. There's no doubt about that, and I'm not underplaying this. I know it's tough. 
But there is no need for panic. Because with every revealed problem, he's the answer. Yes, church isn't functioning as we've known it. The economy is uncertain in many ways. And it may seem like things God has spoken over your life may seem so far away or even impossible at the moment. But he isn't finished. He is working in your life, in my life, in Matt's life. In Ephesians 4 verse 6 it says, We have one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. It may not look like it or feel like it, but God is working. He is turning all things around for our good and for his glory. God's plan hasn't changed. It's never changed and it never will. Jesus met a woman from Samaria at, um, at a well, Jacob's well, and you can read about this in John 4. He makes a statement to the woman that a time is coming when you will worship not on this mountain or in Jerusalem. That worship would be in spirit and in truth. And she says, I know the Messiah is coming and he'll make sense of all this. And then in verse 26, it says, Then Jesus declared, the one speaking to you, I am he. He was saying, I am what you need. I am who I am. Whether we worship in our living room or in a church building, I am. On this mountain or in this valley, I am. Whether you go to this church or that one, I am. Whether you've had five husbands or this one is not your husband, I am. Whether we are a part of this denomination or that denomination, I am. He is who he says he is. And we can trust him to be what we need him to be at any point in time to meet whatever need we have. It may not look like it, that it's being met according to our agenda or our timing, but he meets it according to our good and his glory. A little later in the book of John, Jesus is with a whole group of people and in John chapter 8, verse 58, it says, Verily, true, verily, verily, I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was, I am. At which they were ready to stone him. And it makes sense that they would do this because Jesus was declaring, I am who I am, the eternal name of God, Yahweh, a name so sacred that it would not be spoken of. And John writes it this way which we see in other translations of the Bible. He said, truly, truly, or verily, verily, as I just mentioned. Writing this twice was a way of creating emphasis in writing. We would use exclamation marks today. And in other words, what John was saying is what Jesus is about to say is extremely important and we should listen. Jesus was revealing himself as the God of Abraham, of Isaac and Jacob, the eternal God, the covenant-keeping God. The personal and constant presence, the unchanging God in a changing world. More than just a healer or a miracle worker, more than just a provider, but a personal ever presence, a moment by moment eternal God, eternally present. And so Jesus goes from God with us to the God who has always been. It's easy to see Jesus' coming as a time of visitation, God isn't visiting the earth. 
And we can sometimes see this in our own lives, in our own Christianity. We can see God is with us when things are going well. But we struggle to reconcile his goodness when things aren't going so well. But Jesus declared that he wasn't visiting the earth, but that he always existed, that he was outside of time, that he was the creator. John says in his book, in his gospel, as he introduces Jesus as the eternal word, that he existed and that the very world he created didn't recognize him. Jesus was the unchanging person of God, the unshakable amongst everything that was shaking. And after he died, he made his home within us. He poured out and continues to pour out his Holy Spirit. Eternity has come to us. The eternal person, the Holy Spirit, lives in all that believe in him and receive the gift of his unending love and grace. We're not waiting for a visitation, a revival. He has begun in you and me as he revived us and we've become his place of habitation. He has made his home in us. I've been thinking about personal and worldwide awakening and revival over the past few months particularly and for those that don't believe a revival is what I'm praying for. That they would see Jesus for who he truly is. But for us who believe, my prayer is that we would have a greater awareness of the ever-presence of God. God with us and God in us. To not just look to the hand of God, but to look into his eyes. John 14 26 and 27 says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. In his name, I am Yahweh. Jesus is calling us to peace not panic. In Mark 4, 49, Jesus was in a boat with some of his disciples and there was a storm. And this wasn't just a little bit of wind, this was a hurricane, a tempest. Strong winds and huge waves to the point that these qualified fishermen and captains were afraid they were going to die. Jesus spoke as the I am. The creator spoke to the created, peace, be still. And the sea came to rest. The, tw the disciples in the boat, they'd been walking with Jesus for a little bit, but they didn't know him like this yet. As they said, who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? And today the wind and the waves still know his name. I am who I am. He is with us. He is in us. He is working through us. May we not lose hope in this season of unrest, in this time of change and uncertainty, he has taken up residence within us. He has rested within us that we might rest in him, that we might believe that whatever we're going through, his words of comfort might give us great hope. I am who I am. Peace be still. It's so easy to get caught up just looking to what God can do for us as things change day to day. 
But God is more than a way out of situations and circumstances that we don't fully understand, agree with, or like very much at all. May we look to him as, I am who I am. A God that can be trusted, no matter what storm goes on around us. That he is more than a way out, he is a way in, and he is a way through. We've heard it said that I need to get my bearings. Well, he is our bearing. We are positioned in him, no matter what our surroundings, no matter what's going on around us. We live inside of time, but because of Jesus, we don't respond to life according to time. We are responders to the eternal. I am lives in us and lives through us. I want to leave you with a wonderful psalm, Psalm 46. It's known as the Psalm of Trouble. And it says, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. A river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. The nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's army is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I'll be honored throughout the world. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Whatever we've gone through, whatever we're going through, and whatever we're about to go through, God is encouraging all of us to reflect on and remember that he is the great I am. The same God that spoke to Moses speaks to us. I am who I am. He is among us, with us, and in us. He is our fortress. God is encouraging us to be still in this season and the next. And know that he is God. Unmoved, unshaken, unchanging, close and personal and ever-present reality in our lives. Maybe you think you should be further along by now. Maybe you're responsible for other people. Would you just surrender yourself to the truth that he is? May your worry be wrapped up in worship. Come to me, Jesus said, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Are you carrying the weight of the world? Come to him. The great I am. I am who I am. He is keeping his promise to you, to your children, and to your children's children. He is our peace. He is in control. He is our Lord Jesus Christ. He is who he is. Would you pray with me?
Father God, we want to thank you. And Lord, although I've spoken generically, I thank you that we can lift up the amazing name of Jesus, the I am of every situation in our life. Lord, I pray that you would speak specifically and have spoken specifically to the people that are listening. Have your way. May we trust in the unchanging nature, the eternal presence of our wonderful God. He's our Father. He is our Lord. He's our brother. He's our provider, our healer, our ever-present help in times of trouble. Thank you, Father, for all that you're doing. And we lift this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for taking this time to listen. And it was a real privilege to be able to share uh, the wonderful word of God with you. And I just pray that as you go through your week that you would have a great week.